You're listening to Tales from the Flipside. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Tales from the Flip Side. Um, we just we just lost, we lost our CEO. We lost our CEO. Um, episode one thirty seven, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. We've got a bunch of people in the live already. Is it one thirty seven uh, again? It feels like we've done that episode like six times in my head. Man, you're on loop today, bro. I feel like we keep saying it's 137 every time. You're on loop today, bro. Just start drinking that that get good drink, bro. Everything will get uh, better. Um, introduce yourselves, boys. Z, who is apparently stuck in a time loop, so uh, we'll see what I spit out this week. I'm Nico, your weekend update correspondent with comicbookinvest.com. Uh, if you would kindly read my Saturday article and uh, talk shit in the comments, I'd appreciate it. I particularly liked the comment this week where someone was like, did you know that Boris Vallejo was married? As if I didn't know that. <laughs> like, I, I know his wife's an artist. She's very talented. But anyway, I like that. Talk shit. It's fucking great. Some nice, yeah. some nice Frazetta. Uh, talk in yeah. that one. I also like the guy on IG who uh, posted angry comments that was like, I fucking follow your YouTube and your IG. He's my favorite. I would like to get his address so I can send him some stuff. I live for the shit talking. Well, he also had a really great name, too. What was it? Was it like Beaver Comics or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Beaver Comics, dude. I oh, it makes me so happy. So shout out to our man Beaver Comics. If you will get us your address, I'll send you something. I promise. Uh, Dino, aka the CEO. Yeah, um, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, see, I, I think what we're gonna do is for like a year. I'm gonna upgrade to different spots in the house as I progress post. Okay, so I'll be in the basement probably next week with like nothing. So well, yeah, we, we want to see the club being built. Round up. Yeah, I got maybe it'll just be like two by fours and like some electrical outlets, and that's all it's gonna be. And then. <laughs> Drywall and insulation, and yeah, we'll see. yeah, you know, disco balls and holes and all that stuff come later. Oh boy! <laughs> well, interesting week uh, this week. It was um, filled chock full of movie news. It feels like lots of uh, Marvel, man. It was a Marvel week. Yeah, dude, it was. And, and wasn't DC fandom just happening? Like, talk about a waste. We don't even remember that DC Phantom 2 happened. All we know is Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. That yeah. hype machine is strong. Yeah. So uh, I guess the big one that uh, we, we when we were going into Hot 10 last week, uh, the She-Hulk, Jen Walters news broke. Um, and we didn't, it just had happened. So. Uh, it was funny because that hot 10, the number one last week was the Kang stuff, which had just broke the hot 10 before it. And, and as if people, it was as if people promptly forgot about Kang. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, an attention span about the, the length of a pulse problem. So, all right. We, 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 as soon as the news hit, there was people buying those books. 
Um, I think uh, a couple sold immediately off of my comic shop. I think like uh, another high grade one was was bought immediately. Um, what's going on? Have you guys been keeping an eye on those? No, I, I probably should have put it on the market report, but that book, I don't know. It is a solid book. It's been climbing for, I mean, a decade. You know, it was a hundred dollar book. It was 150. That was 200. I mean, it's been the definition of a steady earner. Yeah, I think it's like a six hundred dollar nine eight these days. With my yeah, I think book. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've looked at it. You know, let let let's go take a quick peek. But right. I think you're so, a tad low, but not much. But I mean, we're, we're, well, there we go. Still climbing. What do you guys think of uh, Tatiana Maslavi from uh, Orphan Black? I I like her. Uh, I like her, definitely like her in Orphan Black. Orphan Black was badass. I don't know how it's going to translate to She-Hulk, but I'm in. I'm in. I didn't watch. I didn't watch that. Yeah, I don't know that show, but. Okay, so uh, it, it's worth a watch. It's uh, a long burn. Um, it is a BBC show. The uh, first season was exceptional, and uh, like a lot of BBC television that isn't Sherlock, uh, or select se seasons of Doctor Who. Uh, it kind of fizzled out for me. Um, you know, it wasn't, uh, there's a, a handful of them that are just really exceptional, but uh, a lot of that stuff just, I don't think they've got um, the budget or the writers to, to really excel, but she was a star. She played someone, um, she played uh, like, uh, I don't want to ruin the plot, but she plays a half a dozen different characters that uh, are all different uh, versions of herself. And she does it exceptionally. I mean, um, really, I thought she deserved uh, a lot of uh, high praise from, um, you know, people at, at like the Emmys or something. I, I, I would have thought that she would have won Best Actress. She may have won Best Actress. It's been a long time um, since that show uh, first hit, but uh, she was exceptional. So uh, if you want a taste of her, I would watch uh, some clips on YouTube of that. And I think you'll be much more excited about that casting than you would be if um, you aren't familiar with her. I love our fans. They're the greatest, dude. World's greatest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, it, listen, Marvel doesn't usually cast poorly. Even the Netflix stuff, other than Iron Fist, was cast really well. I mean, Luke Cage was great. Punisher was great. Jessica Jones kind of fit to a T. You know, even most of the supporting cast was there. You know, the Marvel Universe, they kill it. I, it would be hard-pressed to think they wouldn't have chosen a, a, you know, a knockout hit. You mean, you mean because Iron Fist did so well? I, I excluded Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, now, so here's kind of my question. Uh, do you think there's room to grow on any of her keys? I mean, we see, like, there's books like... Um, you know, the, the uh, innuendo covers or the jump rope covers for the good, modern good girl art covers that are popping. There's some rare variants. There's her first appearance. Um, I like uh, those time variance authority issues because I think they're dirt cheap. Um, and I think they're going to become important. We can kind of talk about that uh, a little later when we get to the spec stuff. But, um, you know, I, I think we saw this week uh, how and I don't want to jump the gun and, and start talking about um, one division, but we, we've seen how just a, a little news can really propel those uh, 
books that people weren't paying attention well, to when it comes to. Well, I just don't, don't know what what's the top out number anymore. You know, good point. It, you know, you asked us two years ago, and our top out number is here, and now I, there's so much new money in this hobby that it's it's nuts. I don't know, man. I thought it would be a top at a five six hundred bucks a few years ago. Coming from the guy who had like 25 She-Hawk ones at some point, because <laughs> uh, I bought them at a garage sale back in the day, and everybody thought I was crazy. Um, they were hard 9.8s. I don't even think I got one 9.8. I graded most of them, and out of 12, I got like maybe like a one nine six and a rest were like 9.4s, 9.2s, 9.0s. I, I think that's the only book, honestly. Maybe, maybe there's a couple extra, but I mean, well, I don't like think that Saya Ohm Ghost will go. Some of those, yeah. you know, rare ones will pop. Yeah. When, when you guys start talking about like books to look out for, like what are the, the I see in the chat, everybody's asking what are the books for She Hulk. Only She Hulk book, other than She Hulk number one that I can remember, is that was even comes into my head, other than those innuendo covers, is this one, this Civil War number eight, because it was. Back when that Civil War was coming out, I was reading really heavily, and I bought all the tie-ins. And this Civil War number eight was low printed for some reason; it was really hard to get. Um, and they did a bunch of extra printings of it, but that's the only one I could think of that might be worth. Well, there's a ton of late printings. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's a handful of late printings. Um, Robert Fordham's talking about the uh, She-Hulk one graphic novel. I uh, thought about that book and caught a lot of hell from people about it, but uh, it's in nine eight. That thing's a bitch. Yeah, it's all black. And She-Hulk one comes in a newsstand too, so you know I'd look out for that one too. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I, I don't know which iteration they're going to follow, uh, or which uh, rather series they're going to follow, uh, which volume. Um, there's been different people who've had different opinions about that. I mean, at, at points in time, we heard that it was going to be like a transactional law and order, uh, Ally McBeal kind of feel uh, with some superhero stuff. And then, um, you know, other people have had some different theories about it, but uh, I'll be happy no matter what it is. Well, and it's also, you know, Marvel seems to be on, on the Disney plus stuff, you know, opening the world up. I mean, WandaVision does not look like a standard superhero show, so I, who knows what they'll run with with uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. You know what WandaVision yeah. looks like to me? It looks like every comic fanboy's dream. Like, they're going to have Easter egg galore in that shit, man. They're going to be taken from all our favorite little storylines. They're going to be taken from our favorite shows that we grew up with. All that stuff, man. So I I, uh, I don't want to uh, – I'll wait until we're about to roll into something new, but I, I kind of got a theory on uh, what they're going to do there. I shared with Z. Um, I feel like it's a David Lynch uh, tone, and um, I'm really excited about it. You don't want to roll, roll into this question? How about a uh, How about a villain for She-Hulk? Ooh. Yeah, so people are talking about the um, what's the villain that appeared in Secret Wars? Um, help me out. Beyonder? No, no, no. Like her little uh, she had a villain in Secret Wars. Um, you know, but I, I got a feeling they may do uh, time variance authority stuff there um, and then just keep it transactional with uh, a legal drama and then like that one uh, villain. I can't remember their name. Shame on me. 
By the way, here's my favorite She-Hulk cover. Oh, the Adam Hughes? I love that book, man. Mm. It's such a good early Adam Hughes. You could. It's just a great Thank you. Cover. Thank you, Steve Horn. Yes, sir. You got him. Titana. Titana. Yeah, is uh, Secret Wars Volume 1. Um, you're going to have to use Google. You can figure it out <laughs> quicker than I can remember it. Mm -mm -mm. I'm not sure here. Let me see here. Wonderful, though. First appearance, Secret Wars number three. Yeah, there we go. Thanks. Hmm. So that's about as good as I can come up with. But I, I'm not really too into like low grade villain spec on a TV show. Yeah, it never pops out. I mean, look at um, look at like yeah, I guess I mean that's a bad example, Iron Fist. But even like um, even like uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, like. It's not like they went for crazy money, you know. I mean, look at all the, the Arrow stuff and, you know. Yeah, it's very few villains actually pop, which, I mean, Arrow did a hell of a job showcasing villains. Yeah, and for the record, uh, Doom appears in uh, one of those volumes that they're talking about um, being a thing, and there's a second print of that. That book sells for nothing. I would just grab it as, like, the long shot of the century uh, because it could go for crazy money if it hits. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a little early to start getting some some solid kind of rumor mill stuff generating right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's let's get, let's talk about um, uh, the WandaVision stuff a little bit more. Um, favorite things from from the from the teaser. From the trailer, you guys didn't see anything you you really thought was cool? Monica Rambeau, cheap book, smart yeah. book. They're everywhere. They're on eBay. They're nowhere in shops. I hit shops like a crazy person all the time. Um, those books are, are in people's hands. She's long been speculated on. Uh, she appears in that new Ultimates cast that everybody uh, believes is kind of a primer for. Um, the second wave of Avengers. Um, I don't know which iteration they go with her. Like, do they do Photon or, or what? But uh, that's the book. Um, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how powered up she is and how well she's received and then how prominent of a character uh, she becomes. Yeah, she's a super powerful character. A lot of people don't realize how powerful she is. Um, but it'll be... <laughs> kind of i mean she's she her early stuff wasn't that great in my opinion but they made her really badass they made her really badass so it'll be interesting to see what happens um right. agatha harkness is obviously um gonna be in the series right i mean we see her there I wonder if they introduce uh, any of the Doctor Strange 2 rumored characters in WandaVision. Um, yeah, as Ultra said, could be Spectrum, could be Photon. You know, I don't know exactly how they do um, her, or like which uh, sort of like uh, iteration, for lack of a better description, they do of Monica Rambeau. But um, I, I like that book as a solid 98 that's dirt cheap right now. I think I got a stack of them. 
They didn't. Uh, Steve Horn asked if they showed babies or pregnancy. No, but I thought I saw they like yeah, they showed they showed two babies. Oh, they did. Yeah, and uh, there's even dialogue that um, sort of uh, intimates like where are your children. Uh, it was like you know what's your backstory. That, yeah, I saw um, that. You know, I think it's kind of like uh, got that feel to it. Uh, now the babies might not have been in the trailer. They may have been in other shots that I've seen over the course of the last six months that have leaked out. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're going to set up uh, the two babies. So obviously the, what is that issue 12 of volume one uh, where those babies are born. And then, you know, theoretically we'll see them uh, as uh, Viv and, uh, Wicked and Speed, right? Or yeah, Wicked and the other one. That's what everybody yeah. says. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, you know, the character. Was there a married with children thing I didn't catch? Well, it could have been the fact, or it could have been family ties. Could have been married with children. It's it just reminds me of um, what's that? What was that show on FX? What was that show that we used to watch on FX? Um, that '70s show because the mom was in it. No, 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 not that. I meant, I meant uh, the epic show. Remember, and it was like a crazy. Um, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Legion. Legion. I think it's gonna be like Legion, where it's gonna be a complete mind fuck when it comes to like, yeah, what happens and like going around <clears throat> and like. I, Legion was good. I forgot yeah. about Legion. That shit was good. Yeah, talk about like awesome TV shows that did nothing for comics. Yep. Yeah. What's well, the thing? Uh, well, that. hold on. There was a when that shit first started. That Legion first appearance was selling for decent money. The issue is we're dealing with Disney Plus. This is a you know a premier kind of channel. It's not FX. It's not you know whatever. No about it, yeah. Do and it's wanna... going to tie to the movies. It's going to tie to everything. So I, that that makes it kind of a different beast. Yeah. Do you want to kind of roll into um, what we were talking about with the uh, spec stuff a little bit? Sure. All right, so we've seen kind of um, some advertisements from uh, Brie Olson. Is that her name? Yeah. Yes. Um, where she's holding up the House of M book, right? Mm -hmm. No, no. Brie, Brie Larson? Who? No. The Did you say Brie Olson? Olson? Yeah. You're, you meant Olson. Brie okay. Larson? No, I he thought I mean, he did say Olsen, but it's not Brie, right? What's her her first name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Brie Olsen. That was, a nice, that was a nice combo, though. Yeah, I, I, almost, I think, almost, I think almost Brie Olsen is an past. adult film star. but that's, not about, that's why it caught me, because I went, Charlie Sheen? Hold on. Yeah, I think that was who that was. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, Freudian slip. Elizabeth Olsen. Thank you. So we've seen kind of the, the spot where she's holding up House of M number one. And then we've seen the spot uh, where she's holding up House of M number seven. And we've seen her talk publicly about No More Mutants. Um, and in spite of that, those books have done absolutely nothing. Collectors have uh, just kind of been like, you know, standoffish. How could they possibly do um, that, right? Like, uh, how do they do it? Um, and I think I figured out how they do it. Like, how do they get her to say it? She's already said it. And oh. we are in the reality of post No More Mutants. You with me? Yeah. And then they roll 
pull it back. So I think that's what we're going to see happen. Uh, and I think that's how they're going to introduce mutants into, yeah, from House of M. You got it, buddy. I love it. I'm, and, I love and I think it. that's how they're going to introduce mutants. They're going to do that. They're going to start it in the TV show, and then they're going to roll it out in the multiverse of madness. And it's all going to be about getting the mutants back. They're here. They've they're already here. here. They've always been here. She just changed reality. Yeah, Ultra Maximus. She already said no more mutants. Yeah. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I like this one. She's already lost her mind. Yep. Amen. Yeah, that's great. I like that. I really like that. I'm I'm all for that. Get rid help me sell some of that uh, House of M stuff that I got. Too many Let's copies go. is the quotes. What's that? Well, See, everyone's everyone's house of M was on everyone's pull list in 04 and 05. Yeah, yeah that hasn't sort of slowed down anything. So uh <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rarity, ones out there. If only rarity was a factor, right? So um, this, like, literally within the last forty-eight hours or so, we saw the um, Wanda House of M one in twenty variant go from being like a you know five ten dollar book to fifty dollars sold on eBay. There were no more listings the last time I looked. Like they literally bought all of them off of every site, every auction, everywhere. Like there were no more copies. Now, admittedly, it's an awesome cover, um, but she doesn't say no more mutants in issue one. She says no more mutants in issue number seven. So the B cover, the incentive cover, you got a graphic for that, Brian? Uh, do I? Yeah, they're still out there. Because, you know, when I talk about books... I'm Hold like, on. Which one do you I want? Make sure you can still buy them. The <laughs> No More Mutants, uh, the House of M7 variant. Gotcha. They're out there. They're on eBay. I, it was one? one of the books I sent you. This one, yeah. This one's a gorgeous. Nope. That's, the one that's, uh, that's the one that's gone. Like, that one's gorgeous. Are, there are no more copies anywhere. Yeah. Um, All right. I remember this I, one too. Hold on. Let me see here. Which one? Number seven, seven second print. That's the convention variant for one. Nobody seems to care about it. It was a Wizard World thing. Tell me when you see it, but I don't. I don't see it here. What am I looking for? Yeah. Just go to MCS, man. All right. Well, anyway, uh, the point is, um, I'd like to have been holding, you know, 10 copies of that uh, Wanda variant today to sell them for $50 a piece. And um, when she says no more mutants uh, on the Wanda Vision TV series, I hope that you're holding on to a couple nine eights to pop off for, you know, 400 bucks. Uh, you can get these books now uh, in high grade for like 15, 20 bucks. Uh, I don't know what the incentive uh, ratio was. Uh, I do know it was an incentive cover, at least according to Midtown, my comic shop, and, and some of the other trusted sources. I apologize. I was not reading back in 04, 05. So uh, forgive me. Well, I did some research 
on for an article way back in the day when I wrote for the site and you know the the 2004 2005 variants they didn't tend to shift throughout the series they tried to stay fairly constant so <laughs> I think it's going to be I think it's a 1 in 20 there's a off chance it's a 1 in 10 but it wouldn't be less than that okay but just just looking at some of the other research from that era but there's no good records online at least yeah, and you know, none of the rules really matter with uh, rarity and scarcity when it comes to the X Men. I mean, uh, X Men One Silver Age, not an uncommon book. Hulk One Eighty One, not <laughs> an uncommon book. <laughs> <laughs> an uncommon book. Uh, you know, you name it, you can go through them. Whether I mean, I think uh, Uncanny X Men Two Sixty Six is the second most slabbed book. Period. Um. Yeah, some three hundred, lots of those. Yeah, ninety-eight. Uh, we can go down the list, man. Yeah, you can go down the list. So you know, people love mutants. Uh, I think uh, you know, picking those up for cheap. Um, you know, look, they're going to get cleared off if uh, our listeners actually uh, buy the shit we talk about. Uh, but oh. then they'll be back. Uh, they'll be a little bit higher and then uh, a little bit lower. Um, I don't exactly know when this thing's going to launch or where she's going to say that in the series. Well, and if uh, you were right, man, that's that's like the turning point in the universe for him. Yeah, it'll be the most uh, it'll be the, like the most critical thing that's happened since uh, the snap. I bet you. I bet you. I hate to say it. I bet you it happens on a cliffhanger of season one going into season two. That'd be so interesting. I mean, you got to have a cliffhanger for because you got to think about this, boys. Let's talk about. I guess. If, if I'm if I'm Disney and I got Disney Plus and I got a new subscription besides Mandalorian, right? I mean, you need something for, with a banger that's going to keep people in the the subscription business. And you got Mandalorian season two, I mean, you know, season three, and all that stuff. I mean, then you got you know, if you, if you soldier seems to be on hold, you know, yeah, and you got WandaVision coming out. You need another couple more bangers well, to roll out. Yeah. I mean, not Netflix. So, so Dino, what if it's not for a season two, but you do it? And then you go straight into Doctor Strange too. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, it could, that's what Kent said. Season one leads into Doctor Strange. I mean, that, that, which that, which is what we've heard. Uh, yeah. So here's kind of the next question: Or you do you do it at the end of Doctor Strange and you roll do it into the season? Doctor, yeah, that's what you do. You do it in Doctor Strange and then roll into season two, right? Like that's the big reveal. Like she you, said. I it mean, the already. problem is like I don't think Wanda we may for have a season two, but it's like. Why would you invest all that production time, all that money? I mean, I know I understand you're leading it into a, a blockbuster movie, but I mean, it's move- just to move the universe, man. It may or may not. Yeah, I don't know, but so let's talk because uh, everything's whacked. Let's be yeah, fucking. I mean, look, 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 I mean, look, investor look, day's look, coming. What the hell's gonna yeah. happen? You know? Yeah, nothing. I mean, nothing. I mean, look at look at Tenant with with Nolan, right? And they just spent a billion dollars on Tenant and Nolan, and I think it made. 36 million at the theaters. I mean, now say that's saying this whole problem, but I mean, it's an interesting thing. Do you, do you throw, you know, and then the problem with Mulan, right? We'll we'll talk about Mulan and Disney plus. So you have a Disney plus subscription and you're saying Mulan is, I think my wife said it was like 59 99 to rent it, or you can wait 30 days and just get it for free on Disney plus. It's like, you gotta make, you know, you gotta make money somehow. I mean, you know, it's, so last year for Investor Day, they uh, confirmed the Falcon Winter Soldier TV show. Yep. Um, this time, will they announce anything? Will they announce stuff to try to a little something something to try to hype people up, 
Will they announce that they're going to release Black Widow on TV so that they can release Falcon on TV? Uh, because I assume that that's what's holding up Falcon and the Winter Soldier is it's inextricably linked to the post-credit scenes or plot of Black Widow. Do they do the Mulan thing with it? I mean, well, I think they also had some production delays, but yeah. Yeah, they have to tell the investors something though, right? I yeah. think their tell? best their best bet's gonna have to be another series, man. You can't you yeah. can't do shit with movies right now. You're like six movies back. Yeah. Yeah. And it and just, yeah, it doesn't I mean I don't know. I mean yeah, I guess you do a movie and then you I hate to say it, maybe Brian Brian knows it's like maybe they moved to Miller, Arizona, where it's like nobody in a desert and set up a you know, where they they're like in a bubble for production, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just weird how they're gonna I mean they can't go shoot in LA or shoot in New York or shoot you know they can't shoot anywhere, no. man. That's the yeah, problem. I, I tend to think the reason that Falcon and the Winter Soldier isn't done filming is because they're gonna go back and do a lot more with that truth uh miniseries that the original uh, African-American cap uh, that was rumored a long time ago to be a plot piece. And I imagine it was probably like a little tiny bit, but they probably blow that stuff up now. Uh, but certainly there's a cultural impetus to do let's that. Bring it, we, we would, I would pay 30 bucks to watch Black Widow. But, but wait a second, wait a second. Let's, let's bring it back though. So that's a good point. Can you put that back up if Black Widow dropped tomorrow? So Chris, Chris Colbert said if Black Widow dropped tomorrow, we're all paying 30 bucks to watch because we have nothing else. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yep. But, but, <laughs> but it's supply and demand. Think about it, boys. Like, is If it's a shitty show, everybody pay $30 and going to bitch about it, right? I mean, it's got to be quality product. I mean, how many times are you going to go to the well? I mean, you can get away with it now, right? Because we're in a, we're not, we don't have, we have demand, but we have no supply. So anything's going to be decent. Well, and then, I know you talk like that's a big price, but man, I gotta take three kids, sometimes oh, my wife. I you know. know, so thirty bucks for me to drop. I Mulan didn't sell us because we were like, eh, kids sort of wanted to see it, but they're like, we'll wait. It was a Marvel movie. We're going. I mean, and that's seventy bucks yeah. for me to go. Say it's say it's sixty bucks. Would you still buy it? No, I wouldn't do it for thirty, man. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you're you're single of different. Yeah, but I mean, it's pay per view. You know, I twenty mean, is a much better price point for me. But for a it's Marvel movie, for I'd a go family. thirty. It's bullshit for single put people. I get it. That is great for a family. I'm not paying thirty dollars for a fucking movie. I'm gonna go but, pirate that shit instead. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. But the other problem too is like you know, when you have when you have you know, it, it's like where does Disney break even? I mean, at thirty at thirty dollars, yeah, you can make money. But I mean, more realistically, I mean. A new release is 49, 50, 60 bucks. I mean, it's almost like a pay-per-view. You know what I'm saying? Look at Mulan. It was no, it wasn't 30 bucks. They did well on some of that other shit. It's just what's your what's your expectation? I mean, box office is dead. Bill and Ted, I heard people talking about that one. They're like, it made three million opening weekend, and that was respectable. Three million. People are talking that would have been nothing, yeah. you know, before. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is new to me. Con, not only is Sony building studios in North Peoria here in Arizona, that's new to me. That's right. That's where I live. Second, Comics Garage is in Arizona. Why didn't you? How did I? We not figure this out. Let's fucking get some Arizona fucking comic. I want to do some. Chris, some it was only twenty Arizona though. Comic cons. Let's do it. Troll, Trolls World Tour made 
100 million off of 30. I thought it was only 20, but either way. million for so trolls? Made, so wait a second. Trolls? Because, it was because a, they it didn't was, have to do any advertising. They didn't have to do all that bullshit. They just make correct. pure profit. Correct. And and they didn't have to do any advertising. And what they did is they made all the stars go on social media to promote it. And B, it wasn't a $30 rental. It was a $30 rental. It wasn't a $30 own it. So every time you had to watch trolls, so like if your kids love trolls in the sport of 12 range or whatever it was, whatever the fucking main thing is, you'd have to re-rent it a million times to watch it, you know? Well, I don't know. That uh, what was the, the one of the blue people, the Pixar thing. That one did well. Yeah, I liked it. I bought that one. That was decent. But that was like, you know, buy it for 25, rent for 20. All right. Mm -hmm. That's a fair model to me. So no, it's, it's, it's they'll interesting. figure it out, man. Yeah, if anybody's gonna figure out, it's Marvel and the Mouse Man, right? Now, I mean, here's the next question: Do they uh, say we're finally gonna get the What If animated series? What about the Moon Girl animated series? Rocket Raccoon animated series that's supposed to come out mm -hmm. where you, you know I've been saying where you steal stuff and you know. I want to go back to this question when we're done with everything else. Okay. Which, which question? No. Do we think do we'll ever get null considering Sony owns the character? Man, there is so much yeah. shit they got to work out that it. I mean, look at Spider Man. Spider Man is the most prominent thing, and they had to work that out for. Oh, know. I mean, to get a shitty Venom movie took us forever. Yeah. To get a second shitty Venom movie took us forever. We're going to probably get Carnage and hope it's not shitty, but it's not in the MCU. Null needs the MCU, and it's such an overarching fucking thing. Thor may be retired by then. I I don't know, man. That feels like such a goddamn long shot. Yes, yeah, at least true. at least ten years down the road. They should have. The only way that I think we would see him in anytime soon is if this new Thor movie was the the God of Thunder storyline. But that doesn't yeah, seem like to be what God we're talking sure. about. Yeah. It's a very tough year. I mean, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I, I can't honestly. I really, I really can't believe they're having an investors meeting. To be honest with you, I thought they would just push it. I mean, they're going to have a virtual. It's like it's like having like Sony, right? Sony and Xbox. So I'll, I'll go back to this because Sony's building studios and and AZ. Xbox really didn't have anything. So what did they do? They went bought Bethesda, and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna." Boom! There you go. We have every fucking video game on the planet now. It's like, uh, it just—it's—I don't know what Marvel does. I mean, I thought they would just push the investor meeting or just say, "Hey, it's status quo for now." We have still have all this lined up. I mean, do they do extended trailers of of all the current stuff they're working on? Because it's not like I mean, you can't gather people. You can't have actresses. That, you know, it's like you know. I think we might hear there's a Loki uh, show kind of floating around, right? Yep. Yep. We might hear some of that. We'll probably see some animation from the uh, what if, you know, that's doable. Yeah. But other than that, man, I, it's a lot of snippets and no movie talk, man. I mean, it's you know, I, they may maybe somebody's plotted far enough to give us one more Disney Plus kind of show. Yeah. If if this happens, if Noel is dead in a year, I'm gonna laugh so hard. I'm gonna laugh so hard. What the other the other option, and we're all we're focusing on fucking Marvel. They could announce more Star Wars shit. Yeah, I mean, not movies per se, but I bet they could have some more uh, series. You know, we'll hear some more Kenobi. We'll hear some of that stuff. I mean, it did. It just dropped Mandalorian. So I mean, 
I, I'm, I'm up and down with Star Wars right now because I feel like they've really screwed the pooch uh, during the whole <laughs> COVID thing with their celebration. They could have dropped some serious info at celebration that would have created some major hype. And it was just completely, it was probably one of the worst uh, COVID conventions that has was done. Like it was bad. It was better they, than uh, DC part two. Oh, no, it wasn't, man. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad, dude. It was terrible. Well, uh, Star Wars fans are rabid. I've never seen anything like it. These guys started buying comic books, and, and now it's like every other comic book is $500, and every fourth comic, Star Wars comic's a grand. I mean, it's just like nothing I've ever seen. Um, and I'm just kind of uh, befuddled, to steal your word, John, uh, about uh, how many incredibly valuable books have come out of nowhere. Uh, it's like for every um, just banger uh, Marvel late print, you know, C-list, D-list character that's going bananas, there's a one-for-one one with a Star Wars extended universe character uh, that's bonkers. Um, somebody who I uh, respect, I think they're smart about comics, period. You know, they just told me they paid $750 for a CGC 98 uh, Legacy 1. And I was like, you did what? That book cost that much? Holy shit. Um, we talked about the third printing of that. Adam used the white backgrounds and no, how yeah. they were short printed, selling for huge money. The Coder 9s go for huge money. There's a handful of Tales books that are uh, big money books. I mean, they just keep popping up like one after the next. Um, the Star Wars fandom is amazing. And uh, if you're not watching Tales from the Dark Side, please do yourself a favor. Uh, it's really good. Uh, even if you're um, somebody who's just getting back into Star Wars or curious about Star Wars, they do a really good job solo Wookiee. There's uh, one of uh, my favorite Star Wars aficionados. Um, they do a really good job of making the content accessible to uh, guys who aren't, you know, don't have a PhD and, uh, you know, Sith lore. Uh, <laughs> believe me, I, I don't, uh, but I'm able to watch the show, consume the content. And, uh, and for those of you, for those of you that do have a PhD in Sith lore. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, your spot. It's your spot. <laughs> so it's a good show. Yeah, you're right. Um, one of the things that, kind of going along with that is how the star wars a lot of real real big star wars fans are kind of like pissed that that everybody is finally jumping on board because all the comic books are just getting pop like like they're just buying stacks of them like they don't even care if they I, know i did it this weekend yeah you just buy all i of went them. to a dollar sale and uh I, there's like four of us beelining it to star wars right and i was the last one now, thankfully, the other people apparently hadn't been doing such a good job of following the CBSI first appearance list like your buddy George. So uh, I was able to yank those out. And then I went to Knights of the Old Republic and I was just like, all took every single one of them. Yeah. I didn't think in all the tales, but somebody else did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, my buddy who's not like, I mean, he's smart about Star Wars, don't get me wrong. And he's real smart about comics. But he's not like um, he's not like a fanboy. I mean, he basically hates ninety percent of modern comics. He's convinced that um, any coder issue at cover price is a buy. 
you don't have to pay shipping for it and buy it. Same yeah. with uh, Star Wars Tales. Tales has been and like that for a while. Just grab them. I paid. I don't. Even, I don't even want to admit how much I paid for uh, the uh, Darth Maul versus uh, Darth Vader book. I had the the one boxing cover. I found a real solid copy of the other cover, which I didn't have, and I I, I don't even want to talk about how much the I box? paid for it. So that, I'm, I'm I'm as I'm as guilty as anybody of paying top dollar for that crap. That boxing cover is so hard to find in good condition, man. So hard. Um, all those tales books are really hard to find in good condition because they were yeah. thicker books. Oh man! Plus, there's um, newsstand variants for you know all the dark horse stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, Rob's nerd Haven's talking about that Mace Windu book. I mean, what what that Mace Windu book that first Asajj Ventress sold for some ridiculous number. Well, of no, he's talking oh, about give that appearance. fucking book away. I don't even want to talk about it. He's talking about the first appearance of Mace Windu because. Um, He's now been rumored a new uh, show by, I believe, uh, Daniel RPK and Charles Murphy to uh, have a, a TV series in development that's going to feature both uh, Samuel L. Jackson and a younger version. I think uh, maybe Sam's going to tell stories about his um, youth as a Jedi, or I, I don't exactly know how so, they're going to so, do it. So basically the Star Wars Shaft version? I can't wait, dude. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, like, take any of it, yeah. Yeah, the path at, of the righteous man. At, yeah. at this point, man, I'll take any any Star Wars stuff. And Mace Windu was a badass. He had a purple lightsaber. You can't a righteous man. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. What else? Uh, anything else crazy before we get we get into this um to this market report stuff? I'm gonna go get my drink real quick. I'll be right back. You guys fill in. Yeah. Fill in. Just just leave us to to mingle right, amongst well, ourselves you want to you want to crank through those uh spec books real quick yeah right now i don't know if we got images or no i thought brian uploaded them uh, well brian left to fill his drink and i'm only on one uh, screen so i, don't I got some it. stuff go ahead what do you what do you want to talk about do, 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 do. do you know how to do it yeah 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 yeah. well, well give me 30 seconds go ahead so you can start talking i'll get the images up i gotta all right so the first book we talked about was the one you just showed we talked about it earlier with uh respect to wanda i think uh the ones when they come down uh the quesada variants absolutely make sense but um i don't know that a 50 dollars buy-in uh makes sense and i don't even know if you can you're gonna be able to get them for 50 dollars. Uh, they were legitimately gone from ebay earlier um, cause I made a guy an offer like of, uh, $20 on a $50 copy and he was just like, nope. And <laughs> it was sold. And I was like, son of a bitch. Um, the seven, uh, oh. is the one we already talked about. We're having some technical difficulties here. Uh, now everybody's talking about going back and buying those X-Men ones, the Jim Lee covers that they're getting good prices for the nine eights and yada, yada. And, uh, the one that I like uh, the one that I think has a lot of nostalgia is this X-Men Adventures number one. Um, I buy them every chance I get because they're a children's book. Uh, they're never in high grade. And um, I think that, um, you know, we have a, a, as good of a chance of anything uh, is of Disney relaunching this X-Men Adventures uh, or whatever they may call it, uh, animated series on Disney+. Plus. 
And I think that people are going to uh, gravitate towards this book um, when they start running these cartoons. We've already seen the cartoon launch on Disney+. Plus. I don't know what a 9-8 of this uh, will bring, but you can sure as hell pull out of dollar bins. I do. That's funny. I tried to have my uh, kid read X-Men 1. That, I don't uh, know, Ken. The, uh, the Lee run, and it was like, He's like, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. He's like, it's the most convoluted fucking mess. He's like, I have no idea what we're doing here. Yeah. So, Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of that X-Men stuff, you got to be an X-Men fan to to read. Well, yeah, I went back and tried to read it. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here, man. That was tough. It was I heavy. Like it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those characters, I still read them and that was voices. Like anytime I read Batman, it's it's what's his name, Gilroy, Kevin Gilroy, or whatever his name is, that did the Batman Adventures voice. It's it's his voice in my head always. Did you know he would? You could get him on uh, um, Waze app for a minute. Really nice. Yeah, it was uh, it was too distracting for me. I just turned it off after one drive, but it was cool for a minute. Yeah, this uh, Chris Chris Colbert says uh, the X Men animated series was my intro as a kid. Born in 1985, people younger than me weren't reading the 80s, 90s stuff. Yeah, a lot of us, for a lot of people, uh, it, those animated series were their intro. Batman animated series, uh, X-Men animated Man, series, Spider-Man, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and the same uh, sort of uh, advice goes for Batman the animated series number one. I think that book has a lot of room to grow. They're dirt cheap. You can find them out there. Everybody gravitates towards the number 12. Um, I, I'd pick up the number ones. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily so hot on the last issue of these series because they weren't read serially. Um, but I think uh, this is something that people are going to want to have in their collection. Um, and I can see guys our age paying, you know, twenty fifty dollars uh, for a high grade copy. Um, well, who knows? I'm a little older than you. Five, nine, eight. I'm a little older than you, and mine, I, even before it was a first appearance thing, was the uh, uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends one, man. That was a book that was a nostalgia buy. You know, now it's got a little heat because of the um, Firestar, but that book to me was like the essence of early after-school TV. Same with uh, Super Friends, number seven. Yeah. Wonder Twins. Exactly. Nice. So I, these animated ones, there, there's, there's some truth to them. Yeah. Did you talk about? Just, did you talk about uh, the first book on there yet, or is this the first perspective book? You, you first about? book's the one we talked about earlier. You couldn't find. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I'm a. I'm, yeah. yeah. Do you want to? You want to take buddy. over? So you got. Yeah, the yeah, graphic? I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. All right. So you want to just start running through these now? Yeah. Here's my sort of thought process. We can just run through all these covers. Uh, if you watch me on uh, YouTube, then you've heard me talk about these books, and I think they're more important now than ever. The McFarlane Batman uh, stuff is now like a thousand dollar nine eight. Uh, high grade copies of Batman are uh, not what I would describe as uncommon. <laughs> high grade copies of these Marvel Tales books uh, are. It's a long run. I'd grab every single one you see out of dollar bins. I'd take them at $5. Hell, I'd probably take them uh, high grade at $10 and sit on them. If if they do a fraction of what the Batman stuff does uh, and they become 
you know, $500 nine eights, it's lights out. I think the last time I, yeah, the newsstand high grades, good night. None of these. Oh my God. If you were going to buy a piece of McFarlane art, this would be amazing. Right. Yeah. They're all beautiful, dude. I, I just picked a couple of my favorites. Um, I, I really like uh, this stuff. There's, uh, oh God, it's um, classic X-Men. He did, McFarlane did a classic X-Men run. I didn't have time to pull up any so of So did Adam Hughes. Look for the yeah. Adam Hughes yeah, one. Yeah, wanna, the Adam Hughes show, nice. You want to show the Adam Hughes? Yeah, let me find that real quick. I, I think, uh, you know, those are kind of like just no-brainers. Uh, your traditional shop owners have no idea what the hell they are. Uh, people look at you like you're nuts when you buy them. And um, I think we're going to see people trying to collect sets of this stuff. Uh, I think you're going to see people try to put together nine, eight sets of this stuff and have a hell of a time doing it. Um, I think you're going to see the uh, CGC, uh, what the hell uh, was Matt um, talking about, registry sets of this stuff pop up. Um, I mean, it's just really cool. So the Adam Hughes X-Men class. Wait, wait a second. You just told me not a couple weeks ago not to pursue my dream of a registry set. Yeah, because I want you to save your money. I don't think it's a good financial <laughs> investment for anyone. But I think other people do it. And I want to sell books to those people because uh, as nutty as I am, they make me look sane. Uh, and they got <laughs> mad money. They're as smart as they come. Uh, those are serious, serious collectors. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, those kinds of like kids books with the X-Men adventures one. I uh, love this cover too, by Adam Hughes. This is a really tough cover to get in high grade in, in newsstand. And, and if this goes along with those books you were talking about, Nico, where, yeah. you know, and I think Jim Lee even did some X-Men classic stuff or Jim Lee did some Marvel's tale stuff, but you can find a lot of these really famous, um, uh, cover artists. They they kind of got uh, they did a run of covers in these reprint type books. Yeah, um, I totally like Magnola. Forgot about the Marvel Magnola. stuff. Yeah, and, and I mean some of these are gorgeous. Like this is one of my favorite Adam Hughes runs. Is this classic X Men classic run? It's towards the end of the classic X Men run where they change it to X Men classic. But they do this great homage here to X to this the Rogue cover with with uh, Wolverine. Um, just some really good stuff. Like this is one. This is one of the. It's a good cover, but it's like it, compared to the other ones, it's not as great. But it's still a good cover. The same cover in the run. Just, just great stuff. So if you ever get yeah. a chance, check that stuff out. I mean, and that's kind of my thought is like in a cover-driven market where people uh, covet books in high grade, these are tough to find in high grade. If you can find them in back issue bins, um, you know, they're, they're smart buys and uh, potentially super low uh, buy-ins. Um, and I think you're going to see people grabbing more and more of this stuff. Uh, as we get closer and closer to an X-Men introduction in the MCU. Yep, I agree. Very cool. All right. You ready, uh, Z, for some market report fun? Yeah, give me two seconds here. All Go right. ahead. You can pull it up. I just Well, yeah. uh, before we, we get you uh, going here... Um, um, we are going to try and bring on Bird City when they when we get a chance here. They have uh, some new interesting stuff going on over there that we're going to talk to you about. Um, but uh, we'll wait for them to come on. So go ahead, dude. All right. Go ahead and pull, pick a book. All right. 
All right, this one's a wonky one. And you guys questioned me because I talked about people coveting like labels and cases and shit because I'm a fan of the red label modern CGC, you know, first year books. Um, this one, Young Avengers Wizard World 9.5. I'm not getting into the census because it's freaking wacky in there. There's all kinds of iterations and they don't list the 9.5. Well, there's 285 copies, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's no. they're numbered. All right. Well, yeah, but they're not all nine fives anymore. Absolutely not. Right. There's, there's four hundred and some. There's four hundred and some in the census. I don't know how many or what grade, and I don't. Who knows if they're all nine fives? You know, created equal. It was just put them in a slab. But this this cover in the red slab in February was a two hundred twenty five dollar book. Huh. August topped out at thirty one fifty or thirty fifty one, which was the, I think the next sale. There was January, February, August, then a later sale in August twenty eight hundred, September twenty five hundred, and now fifteen seventy five. So it's lost a lot of gas. But if you compare it versus, bro, Matt Nelson made fun of the the disparity on the interview. I mean, even the head grader thinks it's bananas. I agree, and a nine eight. <laughs> The highest 9.8 sale is $911, and many are much, much lower. People wow. like a rarity, regardless of it. They want the case that's different. They want the whatever that's different. They want, I mean, CGC isn't doing Spider Man labels for no reason. You know? So just keep that in mind as you're buying things. Look for the weird. It may not make sense to you, but buy it. I I thought it was awesome hearing Matt talk about this book in general because I know we talked about talk about this book a lot. So if you guys haven't heard that interview, make sure you guys go check out uh, Matt Nelson's most recent interview with Nico. It was uh, very very informative. So, all right, <laughs> boom. All right, this book is a weird one to me too. Canon uh, Last Battle One One Second Print. Um, only 11 in the census, 10 of them are nine, eight, um, five total sales. One was whenever it came out an SS nine, eight went for about $22 at the time. Um, but the four more recent sales in the past year have been between 475 and $600. This one hitting five seventeen. So I have no idea how rare it is. I mean, nobody collected Canon number one, I feel like. So you called the Canaan Canon. Yeah. Well, yeah. You act like it was uh, spelt with a C. Okay. Uh, first appearance is Sabine Wren. Yep. Second print, rare. We talked yep. about all these crazy, like $500, $1,000. This is one of them out of nowhere. I don't want to talk about it anymore. The appearance is one page. There's a one-page appearance. I'm retiring. Just go buy the magazine. If you and want just, one, just, I got one for you. Just put the fucking uh, <laughs> uh, lethal weapon thing up every time that these books come up. and just I'm fucking too old for this shit. <laughs> That's me. If I had a supercomputer, I, I'd, I'd, I'd roll it up, dude. I, I'd, I'd show it off to you. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, what are we going to talk about next? Because this one, I don't know, whatever. I like this book. This is a Nico special here. Nico loves this show. I couldn't get past episode two. I I'm tried. Catholic. I got, the, it's just nostalgia for me. Yeah. Catholic guilt and all. Yeah, I, I got all. Like, I probably like it. I went to Catholic school. So. Yeah. I am truly surprised there's less copies of this graded than thought. Uh, in the census, 70 of them. Seven nine eights. That's it. I was shocked that this was still bringing five hundred dollars. I think it's a slow. Well, it never did before. That's the thing. Oh wow! Uh, so in the past, there's only seven nine eights, mind you. In the past two years, so 2019 had a 150 sale and a 199. April had a 150. This one just blew the trend at 500. Now it's the only one sold since the show came out, and the nine six did sell for a hundred in that time frame. I think you know these bad girl lady death people are pretty serious about their books and aren't trying to flip them per se. They they're in their collections. They bought them for a reason and they love them. You know. Shout out! Shout out to Chris Colbert. He's got to let us know how is is it Colbert? I hope I'm saying it right. Just let us know if we're saying it right. If it's Colbert, but uh, bring it up, Battle Pope. Love you, brother. Love you. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a surprising sale to me. Uh, it was one of those books that it, you know, selling for 20, 30 bucks as the show went out. I, maybe it's maybe it's kind of trending and getting a fan base. I, I, I don't know. Colbert. Colbert. Thank you. There we go. That's how we do it. Um, yeah, Next one I, is actually my favorite of the week. All right. Let's get to your favorite of the week then. Second favorite, I lied. But this favorite. one also goes out to the one and only solo Wookiee, who uh, I'll talk about after this. I actually think Koi was the one that brought this to my attention. Maybe like four years ago, he talked about this book, and I'm like, huh, it's different. Um, so this is the Wizard 1 SDCC variant. Same McFarlane cover with the Wizard hat kind of added and some details. But... Um, Interesting kind of reading. There are 16 in the census for the SDCC, 298s, only one sale. This is it, the only one. Uh, a 94 did sell in December for $75. Yeah. That's it. That's the only GPA data on this puppy. Well, wow. what I found more interesting, honestly, the standard. Only 118 in the census. For how many of us fucking read this book and treasured it, there's only 118 in the census. Five nine eights. Is this of the number one or the San Diego Comic Con variant? Of the regular. Because I got regular. down the wormhole because there wasn't a lot of data to talk about here. So of the original, 118 graded, five nine eights. Four of them are signed by, I assume, McFarland. Four SSs. Wow. Only one blue label is sitting out there. Well, wow. I assume only one blue label unless it got cracked and resubmitted. Who knows? Wow. Um, but a 9.8 SS signed by a Todd sold this year. I'm sorry, I didn't write the date for some reason. 300 bucks. Which to me, fuck, that seems like a bargain. Would you pay? I mean, Todd's signature is 200 bucks at this point, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. I would have bought that if I'd been thinking about it in a heartbeat. That that is that is like one of those childhood like memories in a instant. 
Grading magazines is expensive and it's slow. Oh, I know. It's terrible. We'll talk about magazines again. That's funny. We have at least two on this, this and, one. And, and two that uh, are big favorites in my collection, personally. I love this book. You guys know I talk about not only the wizard regular wizard issues, but this issue a lot. Um, sometimes you find this issue and you can open it up and the inner poster is signed by McFarlane. So oh. make sure you guys look at look in those uh, at the inner poster. It'll be signed. Um, Solo Wookiee uh, picked one of these up for a for a for a buddy who ended up not who ended up passing on it. And uh, I saw I saw this on the list today and I contacted Solo Wookiee and I went, Hey, you still got that book? And he's like, Yep. I'm like you selling it? He's like, yeah, I picked it up, and I'm just, you know, I might try to get my money back on it. I'm like, if it's yours, dude, keep it because you know, just watch the show tonight. And I asked him what the grade he thought it was, and he thought maybe nine point six to nine point eight with a press. And I don't know how well these press, but to see you got the SDCC, it's the SDCC, yeah, yeah. And these yeah, are hard to find; awesome. they're only given out in San Diego uh, that year, so. Uh, <laughs> Really tough books. Really tough. Dodson says he'd only pay 200 bucks for a Todd Sig if he drew a foot underneath. But man, I, I'm just saying this book with the Todd Sig is the pinnacle of the 90s to me. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I like it. I think it's dope. All right. Hey, next I, I, in the collection I bought, you know, the 7,000 boxes that still live in my basement, some degree, there were two Wizard Ones because my brother helped me move it. And that was one of the first books as we were looking through it. I saw two of them. Like I handed him one. I'm like, this this we're putting back because our copy is nowhere to be seen. I'm sure it fell apart. Yep. I mean, I don't know how many times I read that thing. Uh, you know, I've told many times that Wizards are the book that I constantly buy every time I see them for a couple a dollar or you know two bucks because they're the ultimate shitter reading material. <laughs> they're ultimate shitter reading material. So yeah, this right. is a, it's a fun book for me to see. It was just fun. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> we jumped to old. I think we've talked about this one before. I don't remember. We have. Here was the kind of the reason why I wanted to bring it up. Um, those uh, the Marvel Disney movie, or you know, there's that like Marvel Disney comic book. Mm -hmm. There's the Delato one, and then there's the other one, which are going for crazy hundred dollars, but now it's like a thousand dollars. And then right, and meanwhile, why not go for the original? What the fuck are, are people out of their minds? <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna stop. All right, this one. I mean, there's not a ton of data on it, but I'll give you what I got. I mean, it's you got to remember it's four color series one, not series two. You know, series one was like twenty some issues. Series two went on for I don't know a thousand some. Um, ninety eight in the census. First Mickey Mouse in comics. Um. Wow, what did I write here? Um, a 9-2 is the highest graded. I think that's the church copy. I didn't put it in my notes, but I thought it was. Um, and sense. then there's two eight fives. After that, it kind of goes to a spread amongst the you know, the general public. A 9-2 in 2009 sold for 50K. An 8-0 in 2019, which is a lot closer, sold for 17K. Uh, comparable sales to this book, which is what made me think we talked about it before, is a 2.0 sold for 1200 and a 2.5 sold for 1700 both in June of this year. So I think we saw one of those. Yeah, I love this book. I It just makes no sense to me what people pay for modern Disney 
Marvel stuff. And uh, when I compare the price point, I, it makes me want to buy one of these, to be perfectly I mean, honest. I mean, well, I mean, Ben and I were talking at the end of uh, Vintage Voyage on last night how, uh, like, the duck books, Barks Ducks, a few years ago worth, you know, like, let's say 10 years ago, we're through the moon and people have just kind of cared less about that. You mean like 15 years ago, 20 years ago? Oh, all right, sure. But yeah, and you're exactly right, though. They were were the top 10 books. Absolutely. And they are now, no one cares. And should we be buying them? Well, think of the Granoff, look at the Granoff Mickey Mouse covers and all the Granoff, like, duck books that are coming, you know, and Goofy's going to come out with what I mean. It's you mean like, the Delatos? No, the Delatos. I mean, yeah. They're all going to, I mean, instant sellouts, man. I mean, it's going to be I crazy. don't know, man. I, it, the first appearance of Mickey, first Donald, I, I can't imagine there's not some kind of value trend. Or, are the same people buying those not interested in these? Or they just don't know? They don't know, probably. I mean, when I go through, I mean, is anybody... <laughs> Is anybody going through like Walt Disney stuff or anything like that? Like, you know, it's like, like, honestly, when you see gold key books or four color books, are you really going through that box? I mean, I mean, not too many people, I would say. I mean, I do, but that's only because uh, Sleepy and Jimmy and I like made a commitment to no longer have that sort of hole in our uh, collecting thing. And we'd learned them. Uh, Doc Joe's right. That first Looney Tunes, I think, is a smart buy too. And are we going to talk about your the Western book you taught me that started me down my Western rabbit hole? John? Well, we are. Yeah. Well, first, on. first, let's let's bring in. Oh, you let yeah, let Anthony. Go. Yeah, yeah, Anthony. Welcome to the chat. Welcome to the stream, real quick, everybody. Anthony from Bird City Comics. What's going on, brother? Drop your mic down. I don't know if anybody can hear you. Can you hear me now? We can hear Hi, buddy. You. you should give him the yeah. full screen, man. I am. I am going to give Put him the dead full center. Yes. But <laughs> before we give him full screen, I want to talk about something that uh, Bird City Comics is, is pretty um, excited to announce. And that is uh, they talked about it on the Hot 10 show this last week. But uh, this new beautiful uh, limited print run comic of Tigumverse that is just a gorgeous Ryan Kincaid cover. Talk about talk about how'd you score this man? This is gorgeous. Yeah, so uh we we actually were are working oh man we, we dropped in on our show tonight so if, we can go ahead and say it now. Bird City Comics has we'll say going with Greg Horn. Uh Greg Horn is actually gonna release punchline number one for us on our behalf. And this uh, is a wow. this is a gorgeous Greg Horn homage of the Venom virus issue uh that i think we gave away on the show a couple months or a month ago and like this just yeah. gorgeous man so so greg horn was on my mind and then the uh Tigumverse opportunity came up and i'm like let's let's do an homage to greg horn so uh we definitely started these and uh yeah they they came in they printed beautiful <coughs> you guys can see that and yeah. then uh, of course you got the uh the logo on the back which is gorgeous and yeah we're we're cooking we're, we're cooking that's awesome, dude. That is gorgeous. It's a really good homage. Um, we all we all love the Greg Horn stuff over here. We're big Greg Horn fans on the show, Homer's. Beautiful. But uh, yeah, perfect timing, man. Couldn't yeah, yeah. I, I like how it all timed out there. But yeah, if you guys are interested in this book, we uh, just loaded them on the uh, website. So you can go to birdcitycomics.com, check them out. Um, definitely join the Bird City Comics peeps. That is our fan page. You know, we leak everything first there. So all kinds of goodies. And then 
guys can probably hear Tim and Laura in the background. We're live streaming right now. And they're uh, giving me dirty looks, but guess what? Everything is star. crazy. Yeah, so make sure you guys go check out birdcitycomics.com, not only for this awesome cover, but for their infinity frames, gorgeous yep. infinity frames. Um, and make sure you guys check out the Hot 10 every Friday night uh, where you can catch Bird City and Mighty Mel V along with me and uh, Ben S., the one and only writer of the Hot 10. But gorgeous cover, Anthony. You guys are kicking ass over there, and uh, we really hope some uh, some of our uh, viewers go out and score some some serious badass covers. So, man, good job. Awesome to me. All right, guys, I appreciate you Quick shout, and uh, yeah, guys, keep cooking away. I was watching the show earlier, and you guys rock. All right, thanks, Anthony. We'll see you later, bro. Bye, buddy. Later. later. All right, let's get back to where we were, which was there. Bada boom. All right. Yeah, we're out of order, but we'll talk about we'll talk about werewolves. And I'll have our boy Sean Le- legit on uh, uh, various we- shows this week. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where where were we at? Is this it? Do, do the werewolf. All right. Where did I go to? The, did I hit the werewolf? Where's the werewolf? It was there a second ago. There we oh. go. We went out of order, but that's all right. This one is. Uh, I like this cover. It's one of my favorites. This is one of those. It to me, it's. All right, so it's from 1951, but it's kind of like, in my head, it's the classic werewolf. I know it's not the Bella Lugosi type werewolf, but it's the Teen Wolf werewolf, man. Yeah. If you look at, it, I see Teen Wolf. Um. Tough book from Ace Periodicals. Um, yeah, I didn't know this was that. I would have bid on it. I like it a lot. Yeah, this is one on a lot of people's watch list that I don't see a lot of. This, if it truly is in the condition, it is it was a good buy. Um, <laughs> Stole it. Thirty-one in the census. Top of the census is eight zero times three, and then it kind of drops off pretty severely after that. Um, September two thousand nineteen. One of those went for a uh, thousand. But I mean, werewolf collectors are kind of picking up for some reason. It's a it's a cover theme, you know. You got the Marvel Tales one. You've got some of these other ones, and this is one of those really great ones that is tough. I mean, I mean, it's not a big printed title, so solid book to grab. Would you say it's in a line of horrific? Maybe. I don't think the whole series is as good as horrific, but this cover is a fantastic one. All right. All right. Fight comics. Um, this is actually a this is a one I completely overlooked, but this is one that Nico caught, and I haven't actually seen this one before. I like um, women in bondage. It's a solid bondage cover. I mean, you got a woman basically in front of a freaking jet engine. It's dope. Nuts as it is. Did a little random research. It's a Dan. Zoleno Rich cover. There's some Cardi art and Lee Elias inside, but Dan Zoleno Rich. Zoleno Rich. Ooh, tough one. Uh, 17 in the census. 17, not 70. A 9 2, and then the next one is a 7 0. So big freaking spread. And then after that, it's garbage time. Um, the church copy is the 9 2. Way back in 2005, sold for 2000 and change. More recently, last year, a 5 0 sold for 1080. And this year in May, a 4 0 sold for 650. So if this is anywhere near an 8, that's a monster book. I mean, you 
if it's even a seven five, you've just moved to number two on the census. If it's got pressable defects, I mean, you could beat the church copy on a good day, you know. Well, you know what's funny is fight comics. I think is underrated. They have some great covers. Um, I think uh, what's that other one? Um, it's Ace Comics. It's the one where she's she's tied up to the propeller, kind of. Airboy. Airboy. Yep. Volume five, number seven, or something. Oh. Like this is one I would have zoomed by. Just it isn't in my classic cover brain, but when you see it, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Uh, skip the spawn and go to the uh, the Tim Holt first, so we get out of the old ones. Then we we'll move forward. I didn't again. even know this was up. Did you know it was up? Yes, I, I did, but I wasn't figure out which one the Tim Holt one. Was. Sorry, man. It wasn't. Uh, I wasn't ready to bid on it. Oh. I'm trying to be behave. Let me figure out. Which one I honestly didn't know a good price for it either. Who does? It just keeps going up. Drive me freaking nuts. This thing's been moving for the last year. It's uh, black and red with a yellow center. All right, let's see here. Look, look for a clown. Some... I'm just gonna go through them, guys. So, all right, yeah, it's fine. We'll come back to them. Don't worry. Show we're not gonna skip spawn. There we that go. That one. Bing. All right, so <laughs> this book, I I don't know if this is well known a long time or if I stumbled upon it. I, I think Nico and I were talking one night, and I'm like, we're talking no, about things that matter. And yeah, this one does. And, the Zodiac Killer? It, there is some string theory that the Zodiac Killer stole some elements of his crimes from this book. I don't know if it's new or if well, somebody... They found, it on, they found it in his freaking... Uh, in his house. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if this is info that, like... Wait, whose house? They don't know who the Zodiac Killer is yet. I don't fucking know, dude. I thought they found ah, I don't think I don't know about that. I know ah, that they're like some of the crimes. The crime is based upon something in here is similar to some of his scenes, is what I knew. Uh, okay. So this is a book that nobody would have thought twice about for years. Yeah, Tim yes, I hope it doesn't stick. I want one. Sorry. Yeah, it well, I mean, DS, you're right. I don't I don't know. This is one I haven't put my money on. I mean, truthfully, I only want the Frazetta stuff, the early stuff. But this one has definitely somewhere sparked out of the CGC boards. It's bizarre. Um, and some of the elements in this story, as I said, apparently tie to some of the Zodiac killer something. I, I haven't read it because God knows I don't have one. Help us uh, out with the CGC stuff. Yeah, or the GPA so stuff. I'm sorry. It came so out it of the says, board. I'm, I'm trying to find the stuff here. It says um, the Zodiac Killer may have used Edgar Allan Poe's story, The Golden Bug, to create some of the ciphers. Here we go. Uh, maybe not. I'll oh, there we go. Here, here we go. go. Tim Holt, issue 30, Lady Doom comic book. Uh, the comic has been linked to the Halloween card by the similarities of the Death Wheel and the back of the Halloween card. Interesting. So he probably was reading this while while he was making his his ciphers, because it, it was says, in his brain. It, from it says death so by weird. gun, by, death by gun, death by knife, death by knife, death by rope, death by dice. So yeah, that's interesting. I like shit like this. That's a good. That's a great little uh, a little find there, Z. That's very interesting. 
I didn't find the spec, man. I just found the book sell at an odd number. I mean, I, I happened at one point in my life have Tim Holt as a safe search looking for cheap Frazetta. Um, but for, so for a skin writer. Yeah. In the census, there are seven. Mm. Thanks, Jamie. We appreciate it, buddy. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Four are under four. The mile high is an eight five, and there's a six and a five and a half. That's it. So honestly, this three five is probably the mid. This is the middle graded copy. Um, mile high sold for two hundred and twenty five dollars in twenty nine twenty oh two thousand and nine. Sorry, not twenty nine. Wow. Two thousand nine. A one zero sold in August of this year for seven hundred. Um, and then this one sold for a grant. I, I think this theory is fairly new. Like, I don't know if it's two years new, one year new, or five years, but it's not like something that's been in comic lore forever. So it's one of those somebody tied a theory and everybody wants it. In the grand scheme of Western covers, it's not bad. There's some stuff going on. It's 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 great. It's great. Look at the the with the chick standing there and the and and she's drawn well and her leg on the chair like that. That's a great cover, man. I always have this in my save searches. I never see a freaking copy come up. I don't know if I'm not putting it in right or other people aren't putting it in right. I get a bunch of uh, crappy photos, and then DS says one just sold for 200 bucks. I saw that one, too. It was beat, but yeah. Like how beat? Like it had a cover still? It did, but it was lower. Right. I do enjoy when DS joins, man. He's the only one fucking hardcore than I yeah. on this stuff. He's like, he's done yeah, more rabbit holes than me. That's what I did. <laughs> I need to get him back on the uh, Saturday night show just so I can pick his brain. Yeah. DS, welcome, my friend. I love talking with that's you. That's our buddy. Well, we're going we're gonna to piss him off because we're probably going to jump to a book that's no longer Golden Age, so let's do no, it. We, we, we try and touch on them all. All right, throw me what you want next. All right, so we're going to do a trilogy of Spawn tonight. Because God damn it, I don't know. And I hate I this love, book. I love all I can't books. I love all, all books. Well, I can't believe that all of these were up the same Sunday. I don't know if it was one seller or not. I should have looked a little more closely. Like the Trinity of Spawn uh, rarities. I was like, holy crap. Hey, I, need, what, I, need, I needed money. <laughs> what, what I do enjoy, Nico, because I went to research the census, 13, the error variant, has its own category. Wow. One, the error variant is mixed in with the green label shit. So nobody knows what's what. Enjoy. So on this wow. one, I took all this from the August show. We talked about it on August 9th because a 8.5 went for 5.96, which was a pretty solid bid. Um, 9.2 sold in November of 18 for a grand. I sold a 9.4 to a friend of mine for 900 bucks two years ago. So I probably am fucked now. Um, but it makes up for the fact that I told him not buy a TMT one nine eight, so it's a consolation prize. Um, Wait, say this again. <laughs> Our boy TJ, we talked about buying a nine eight Teenage Mutant yep, Ninja Turtles, yeah. But I sold him this book at a really good deal, so at least he got that consolation prize. Um, fifty eight in the census, three nine eights, four nine sixes. And twelve nine fours. Two grand is uh, 
highest sale for this grade and damn it great sale <laughs> great sale great book i kind of wish i had it i like this better than the negative one honestly well it's kind of funny that matt good old matt devoe uh says he, his ultimate grail is to spawn one there because he had a chance at buying his ultimate grail i like the i like the back cover of this more than i like that one i actually if i could if i could slab this backwards i would the the 13. but all right so let's go to the other one is uh spawn one is uh don't know how many are on the census because it's a green label Green label. So there are 231 green labels, but that could be all kinds of things. Anything from a popped centerfold to a staple broken to um, a Todd signature that's not verified. Lots of things could be green label. There's less than 231 of them graded. Um, a, in 2015, a 9.8 sold for 28.25. In 2018, one sold for 1700 So if you were that buyer, goddamn, you're happy. They listed 250 sale, but I can't think that was right. I think that's probably a glitch in the matrix. So either of those price buy-ins at 6700 you are real happy. A 9.6 sold in August for 1500 So you're paying four and change for that 9.8 premium, but... I might do it on that book. I mean, if you're a Spawn fan, you want the best of the best of the best. I don't even think that's the best of the best of the best. I think it's that Spawn Eastern Washington University book. Oh, you want to talk about that book too? <laughs> uh, same damn book. I, it's the same seller. Look at the pictures. I didn't even think about it. Yep. Somebody getting out of it. Um, we talked about this a few weeks ago, so I stole the data back up. 400 produced supposedly um mostly signed a nine eight sold in december of 19 for 23 and change a nine six sold in january of 19 for 1600 in the census there's 17 blue labels six green and 10 yellow um one nine eight one nine six one nine four and one nine two i didn't track the color but that's it after that they go down um so you have the second best copy in the census unless this was a newly graded one which i doubt um solid price it beat the nine eight price but that was eight months ago so totally believable that it probably would go since people there's trying to realize how how rare they really are i mean you know what i'm saying i mean i'm gonna say this again in the census one nine eight one nine six one nine four 192 you you are so far ahead of the rest of the curve it's ridiculous yep how many do you think there are just sitting out there not many not how many, many got thrown away by people yeah, that don't care it. yeah I mean, dude it was at a university like yeah. do you remember what it was like to be in college yeah but like, i don't want this shit. What, I, I threw away textbooks it got it got you know got left in the comic. parade field oh it's either the parade field, the trash can, or somebody stuffed in a Mel V style in their backpack. I mean, no, I mean, there were probably, I mean, there's 17 graded. There were like 20 comic guys there that were like, oh, I need this. They probably weren't even graduates, just guys that were new. The, Todd was part, 
they were part of the AV club, man. They were they were waiting because they wanted a Todd Sig, and they were catching the grads as they walked by, going, "I got I got forty bucks for beer if you want to sell me that comic. Twenty bucks, whatever." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That would have been dope. That would have been sweet if you if you were that person that thought thought of that. <laughs> Or if you were just that comic fan that that graduated that night and they just told about that and you're like, dude, I'm sitting out here and buying all these off these guys. Well, he didn't buy many because I mean, they're you'd see more graded if so, right? Yeah. Didn't is that where uh, Todd McFarlane went to to college to play baseball? Didn't he play baseball so. there? I won't commit to baseball, but I do know it was his school. Yeah. So. All right, on to the next one. Let's see what we got here. Ooh, I, I've been praying for these books to go up in price, but. I did the ultimate. No, 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 no. Do you know what this one is? Is it a fifth print? No. no. The Walmart one? I can't no. See. This is shout oh, out this- to my boy D. I will maintain your anonymity, but uh, he hit me to this auction. This is the investor copy. I should have bid on it to be perfectly honest, but I was. What's like, the investor yeah. copy? So they, at their uh, an annual meeting for uh, yeah, investors, okay. note that there is no UPC symbol. No, yeah. all I could find, it was a 75th anniversary book from 2014 given out within Time Warner. That's all I could find, within Time Warner. And it's yeah. signed. That's dope. There are a couple versions. Um, there's some sold... Signed by Snyder and Capullo, and some signed by them, plus some additional people that didn't stand out immediately. I, I don't know if they were letters. I don't know who they were. I don't know if they were. I, I don't know who they were. They were on the label. Um, 175 graded. Every oh, wow. single 175 graded. Every single one is an SS. So I'm guessing it got encapsulated at site. 135 or nine eighths. 23 or 96s, 10 or 94s, 4 or 92s, and I think there were a few garbage below that. I think we can assume there were probably 175 because it sounds to me like they signed them and graded them right there. Right? I don't know how else you do an SS. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea how this one rolled, but it is sweet for. Um my you know the this was the run that kind of like made me fall in love with comics again i think it did that for so many of us um you know to hell with a one in uh 200 variant or a combo pack variant like this would be the copy to own um i didn't know enough about it didn't have enough time to research it didn't have enough time to kind of like figure out where it was at and much like uh your brother um i was like you didn't well the issue is now we fucked it up because truthfully this wasn't even the high sale january 98 went for 650 so this was below that 2015 was the only other sale i could track in a 98 was for 400 it had some extra sigs i i wasn't immediately familiar with six sales on gpa ever wow highest was 2019 for eight i'm sorry the highest was 2019 for 875 because truthfully, these probably went to people with big fucking money that don't even think about reselling it. Yeah. How many of these suckers are going to hit the market? People are going to have to die. That's cool. 
You remember that one time when you wanted to sell your 8.5 for absolutely <laughs> nothing? That's why I call you before I make big decisions these days. I, I sold my 7.5, and, and I still kind of regret it at some point. Ugh. We talked about the 8.5 sale, I think, last week. Uh, there was a auction for 24.50. There was a buy it now. I didn't research further this week for an 8.5 that was somewhere near that. Uh, but this was uh, a high sale for the 9.0. Dude, when I saw this price tag on this book, all I could think about were like 90s uh, hip hop videos, like with cars jumping. I was just like, oh my God. You, you mean you mean uh, like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing? Unbelievable the money on this thing. What well, what's crazy to me, you want to guess how many 9.0s have sold this year? Probably one. 15! Get the fuck out of here. I fucking shit you not. 15 wow. 9.0s have sold this year. In my head, there weren't 15. This no, week, I don't follow it like I should. We covered this the other week, and 8.5 actually is only like the 20% mark on grades. There's a lot of 9.0s and 9.2s, but I think it's still like that 8.5 is the investment grade and above on this particular book. I mean, serious money is like 9.6 and 9.8, but like I think somewhere between eight five and nine oh is the the jump now, point i didn't look uh at this listing did you go back and look i just wonder if there were pressable defects or if somebody thought they had a shot or if this was just solid nine walk away i didn't look close enough to think of that I, my assumption is always in if it's in a modern case not they've much, probably right? pressed it yeah right um unless it just looks perfect um it's the highest sale of the year. The lowest sale this year was 2500 and change. But it's generally a trending up book, which it has been. I mean, we talked about 8.5s. We've talked about other grades, but just. I, I wonder if so, this is a uh, tip about what we're going to see at uh, the investor meeting. <laughs> like, I, I know we, we're in bad shape, but don't worry. Keanu Reeves is going to play Ghost Rider. It's not even that big a jump, though. I mean, because it's been it's been trending like this all year. It's just been up. Wow. I think it's because it's that last character. People are like, "Let's do it." You did fucking blade. Let's do it. Bro, you got bro. Moon Knight teased us. Give us the motherfucking Ghost Rider. Yeah. Why? Well, it's not the tip game. Stop. Just give me the tip. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, white pages. It is a nice looking copy, DS. All right. At least he went and looked at it for us. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Where am He's I? Probably, uh, I don't even know if this is this week. I could be off a few weeks, but I was I stumbled upon it somehow. It's recent. It's a beautiful copy. So this book, second highest graded in the census. Um <sighs> 17 in the census right now. Highest is a 9.6. This is the 9.4, only one. This book could not be graded until they did the new cases, which the regular books went, what, three, four years ago? But they took forever to run through the magazine size. This is like Warrior One, those UK extra tall motherfuckers that are so tough to deal with. They wouldn't grade them in the old slab, so there's not a lot graded. They're so tall, I think they all got beat to hell. I looked back at this one and thought, oh, shit, I would pay twice that for this book in my head. Because... 
I've seen this book sell in, you know, the four to six range for four or 500 bucks at times. A nine, four, are you kidding me? I mean, how many copies of this book have you seen, McClay? Uh, one. <laughs> I mean, I watch it on eBay a lot. I've got one copy that I think is maybe in the fives. I own one, wait, and then I sold it like a moron. And uh, from the moment that I haven't had it, I've been like, should probably get another deadline, but they're a pain in the ass, dude. I had to get mine from the UK, have it oh, shipped yeah. over here in a tin can, um, you know, from somebody who kind of knew it was valuable, but clearly wasn't a comic person. Mm -hmm. Even if they are a comic person, they probably don't have anything to ship it in because it's too damn tall. Yeah, it's a disaster. You got to put it in uh, a U-Haul storage thing and put it two feet <laughs> in a small U-Haul storage cardboard and make a big Gemini. Oh, I mean, it's one of those Life magazine things and you got to cut it up. Is that what you did, buddy? I'll show you. I, I taped uh, two My Lights together. No, I don't even do that. I got it in a... Uh, Oh, yeah, you did life. I put it in a uh, a top loader. No, it's these are these are mylars. These are magazine size mylars that I just tape two of them together, and you barely have enough to to tape. You don't you can't fold over, but you barely have enough. Yeah, it's so tall. Yeah. yeah. So, and this is a gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous copy. I mean, you can see a couple spine ticks, but yeah, they're painting. But the think ass. about a nine four. I couldn't. This is. Um, I thought this cover. was nice. I thought this was nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is. I just, I, I We're this regret book. not buying that deadline. Well, because some asshole showed me a thorn. I didn't even see this till then. And some asshole showed me a thorn, the first appearance of bone that I meant to put on here, but I think you had it on your list. I hope you did. We're not talking about it tonight. So either way, which yeah. one? The the thorn sold. Yeah, the thorn. Oh, Tales of the Come on, put it up. What I didn't did for it. Five K. Five K change. I don't even want to talk about it, dude. I didn't even know it was it, it was up for auction. I, it literally pains me to think about it. I'm actually glad we're not talking about it. I'm sorry, whoever brought it up. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on Mike. I would have bought it too. Yeah. Right. It's just not yep. one I track anymore because they never come uh, up. Never. Dude, I, I was in my safe searches legitimately since the last one came up. I pulled my it out of my safe searches like a month ago when I was just like, it's not it's not going to happen. Because you wanted to add some bullshit second print. I don't even want to talk about <laughs> That's it. That's how it happens, man. I learned, I learned from Tony that you never – you just let it roll. I think he's been looking for like five or six books that come to my email every day. And it just, you know. You hope for that one notification that's the right yeah. one. He did it one day. He was looking for one. I can't remember what book it. Like after four years, it finally popped up and he bought it. Well, yeah, that's usually when I give up and I miss it. Me too. It's about a year since the last one, and it was uh, Half Price Crook's friend yeah. who found it in Columbus. <laughs> I, I'm two hours away from Columbus. I've been all over the area looking in bookstores, uh, comic book shops, like talking to people like, Hey, so have you ever heard of this thing called? And they just look at me like, yeah, we've heard of it. Or no, and I don't care. Get away from me. So right, one more book. And we got to fucking talk about this. Oh, boy. This is a 9.6 price. Wow. 22.50 straight auction. Wow. 
I pulled my notes because the first time I brought this up was uh, June 29th because I'm like, <coughs> strange things going on. There was a 9.4 that sold for 900 bucks, and I'm like, that's like triple the average out of fucking nowhere. Uh, census, 4398s, 9696s, 101.94s, 506 graded at the time. Uh, so nine fours were up nine sixes that was three months ago were floating between eight and nine hundred so a nine four sold for the same price as all the three sales early in the year for the nine sixes since then we've seen 1500 i sold one at 1600 thinking that's a crazy price i've seen some at 17 some bastard let an auction roll and got 2250 so god damn uh, I did kind of watch and see that an SS98 sold about two months ago. So as all this was ramping up for five, uh, somewhere 40, between 4,500 and 5K. I think like 48. I think it's look back and think was fucking terrible. Because in my head, the 9.6 has always trended at about a third of the 9.8 price. So a 9.8 SS should be like a 6K book. <clears throat> Just to say, I, I think this is a this is a matter of the copper age kind of turtles phenomenon. High tide raises all, you know. Turtles is gone. Albedo jumps. This book was next. I all I want to say is I uh, I am pleased with the uh, attention to detail that you have notes for this fucking show, <laughs> and you are able to go back and look at them. I'm extremely extremely uh, impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Z's like an accountant. Yeah, I mean, do you have like a file dress drawer like Sean's magic drawer that you just pull all these notes and like, yeah. See, it's like it's a Captain's Kirk log, like log thirty five seventy two. This was this is podcast one twelve. I did. It, it's called a Google Drive. It's an amazing thing. Uh, well, yeah. Three. It's actually Nico's right? fault because um, three. Nico's fault because. Paul would do it, and we'd delete them every week, and they'd be gone. Yeah. Nico started putting a date and saying, "Let's put a new one." My uh, my uh, my Google Drive is full of uh, Nico's shitty shitty market report photos that I'll never obtain those books from. I appreciate that. They're they're a constant reminder of how how much of a failure in comic life I am. Same. Yeah. Same. Oh, Rick Dodson, the other prints. Other prints are fucking ghosts, my friend. Uh, there are two nine eight second prints. I own one of them. There are no nine eight third prints. I think there's only one nine six. I do not own it, but I would. And what's that? What's that other book you always say when you bring the crow up? It's like the preview book, but it has like a skeleton dude on it, like the guitar skeleton headband. Oh, dude. not the Caliber Presents, but the other one with the guy with the gray hair. Yeah, uh, monster or uh, I have them right here. Hold on. What are you talking about? I don't even know. Talking about the preview, the on the, the back, it's got the back ad. These Remember? ones, Dead World. Oh, Dead, Dead World. World, Dead World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I think the crows. Um, besides just the lore and the coolness of the crow movie when it came out, I think, I think that, yeah, there's been a lot of crow offshoots, but I think that the the caliber presents the crow and that that Dead World. I think there's just only three real keys. You know what I'm saying, right, right, Z? I mean. <laughs> People are jumping on that McFarlane image variant, man. I I had two nine eights 
and there's only a handful. I bought them at one and a quarter two years ago. I sold one instantly at two fifty not long ago, mm-hmm. and I sold the other two weeks ago at three seventy five within a few hours. So that one, while not a key, people are digging on it because it's McFarlane. So. Well, uh, how long until you start thinking about selling some of your copies? I sold a 9.6 and I already regret it. I'm going to fucking do it again. That's it. I'm waiting. I let one fucking go and this is what happens. You know what Z's going to happen? Z's going to Z's going to wait for just like the lost the lost 23 where he thinks it's going to be the perfect time and then he's going to get hit with an $800 sale or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, that was the Spider Gwen, which is even Spider-Gwen. worse because the launch has been stable. The fucking Spider Gwen. Yeah. Don't fucking talk to me, man. That was a the old layer variant. Times ten. I don't even talk about it. Yeah. Any of you guys got any pickups? I do. I do. Dino, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna derail the show, so okay, let's go. Um, I don't even have them all. So, uh, our boy Evan. Um, Taylor. Yep, on Discord. He so he says, Hey buddy, do you need any Senzel stuff? Because I collect Nick Senzel, the Cincinnati Reds. And he told me, he goes, Hey, I bought you some stuff for housewarming slash baby, all this good stuff that's been happening with me. So he I mean, he got me some Senzel stuff. Um, the lighting is gonna be pretty terrible. But they have like the sepias and uh, black and whites of all the new twenty twenty stuff. So that would be twenty twenty. I don't even I haven't even known because I can't even get any of this stuff around me. So this is, this I think, this, yeah, 2020 refractor stuff. This is an old 2020 from, I'm sure this is the Heritage, right? Or, no, this is Topps Chrome. So this is Heritage. Heritage with a, it's a fake SIG from Heritage for 2020. Uh, this is a stadium club. That's kind of dope because, look, he's showing his guns off like a fucking champ. So, <laughs> and then uh, this one, and then I got a purple one on one of these. Uh, it's number eight McClay out of, like, 299, so low number. And then a chrome turkey. So I appreciate Evan. And uh, he told me that's not even half the stuff I got. So I'm kind of worried how much stuff's going to come to my crib. And I do, uh, hold on one second, I threw it away. But my wife has uh, Let me, uh, so I don't really dock myself and stuff like that. But so I guess I'm just doing it like this. So, what they do now is, oh, so he kind of puts the, <laughs> like a, the big papa on the old uh, mailing label. So, my uh, my mail lady first first found out that uh, uh, she's like, "Who is Big Papa?" As the mail lady came to die for the first time at the house, I'm like, "Oh boy!" So that's kind of awkward. The new male lady or the old male lady? The new male lady. Outstanding. Yes. Tip that broad one time at Christmas and she'll be your best friend. Yep. She oh dude, she was super ecstatic to meet me. She goes, Yeah, I, I put your card in there already. And I I'm like, oh boy. Like, oh boy. Give that like, lady a little tip at the holidays, you are we in gold. She was super happy. You know the the bad part is so um I don't know, I guess I can talk about this because I bought it already and nobody really cares about it. So I bought a Horizon One Peach Momoko 9.8 CGC, but I bought it back in May before I moved. Now I forwarded all my mail to my new address, so the guy, I was like, I hit up the guy in eBay and was like, "Dude, 
can you just send it to either my parents' house or my new address? And he gave me the stone cold no. <laughs> and I was like, fine, whatever, dude. So I hopefully that mail gets forwarded. I mean, new mail. If it doesn't, I have the guy who bought my house's phone number. So I mean, it's not like I can't text him, but it's just going to be inconvenient to go to the old crib. To, I got to pick up mail anyways, but. Yeah. You don't want your book to go there. Yeah, I mean, he said it. I said it. I said, "Hey, I'm getting something from eBay." He's like, "Yeah, dude, I'll just set it aside. No big deal." I mean, it wasn't that big of. I mean, you know, it's just an inconvenience of going to the new. I gotta go there anyways, one time at least. But still, but so that's my pickups. That's all I got. Oh, I don't have. So I guess I guess since we're in pickup mode, uh, what they lack, I'm I'm in retail only now, Brian. Uh, retail only. So. Uh, and I do not have a real comic book place by me anymore since I moved uh, up north. Uh, oh, I have this place called Comic City, which only has new stuff that comes out. And if you're not there Wednesday at like 10 o'clock in the morning, you're not going to get a variant if they even ordered a variant of 5 to 10 maybe. So uh, pickings are slim for me right now. So I am I am closer to a uh, second in Charles though, so yeah, yeah, but depends uh, on the store, man. Do they got a good buyer or a shitty buyer? Um, it's um, I can I I've, I've I've got a couple. I like I got that Black Panther variant where he was sitting on the throne back in the day. Oh, nice. I was there for like a week. Um, I got a I got a couple of good books there, but like. All the back issue books are just terrible. They've been sitting there for 25 years, and they're like, well, these have to sell until we get the other ones on. Like, these aren't going to sell. That's why you don't leave them there. And uh, I mean, it's like half-price books, man. You either got the best place or the worst. Yeah, it's it's in between. The keys aren't that great either. I mean, I go I go and I have like a ASM um, gold print of 361 or 361 or 316, the Carnage one, and it's like it's like – 60 bucks i'm like uh, I'm, I'm good and it's like a 7 i'm like oh yeah so yeah. yeah it's it's not that great and it's like they have like a signed copy of like a star wars book of no values it's like star wars number five it's like who gives a shit really yeah. so that's my current life boys not bad dude at least you're sitting in a nice new beautiful yeah. home yeah we'll overcome we Let's shall overcome. Yeah, I'm not worried. I, that means I just gotta hit yeah. up eBay more. You hit up eBay or talk to Nico or hit hit CG. I don't know. I gotta figure something out. Well, on the side, we'll talk after the show. What? I guess. I guess I don't want to segue out of this segment, but um, if you had a if you had a lot of money, we'll say, what book would you buy? Say we'll say. What, what do you want to say, Nico? North of. Well, everybody wants to know how to spend 10 and turn it into 50. That's what everybody yeah. wants to know. It's, but it's or, like, it's or impossible to do. Or 10 and turn it into 20. How do you double your money on a big, you know, it's like, what do you buy? It's like. You can't. You can't. Not, oh, not. Oh, 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 I eat. How does Mikey Halpern do it? You can't. It's the right book. Buying uh, books because you think they're investment opportunities or buying books because you're a speculator and you think that book's going to go up. Like if I ran a fucking retail shop, okay, listen, for all the retail guys that are struggling and you have to, you get stuck watching my dumbass on the stupid fucking show because you're like, why can't I make money in retail? Pray to God that people are speculators. There's no money to be made doing that, Okay. Money is made by buying comics 
for less than they're already fucking worth. Or, Point or, blank. Well, or less than their work after you smush them and they're well, pressed or, and cleaned and re-slabbed or less than they're worth because you bought it from somebody and you can sell it to somebody else who values it for more. All this insane. other shit is just like, good luck. I mean, do you, do you buy an AF-15 and hold it for a year and see if you can, I mean, you know, it's just stuff like that. Like, do you buy a super, super key and think it, you know. We'll talk privately. I've got some fucking good, good ideas. Oh, boy. I think. Oh, boy. My wife's going to murder me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just get blaming on Nico. I'm like, yeah. It's Nico's fault. Greek shit. There's this degenerate uh, from West just say, Virginia. Just say it's Greek shit, honey. Greek shit. Yeah. yeah. Super stoked. She she did ask me if we, she's like so do you think you can double your money I'm like oh this is not going in the right direction I might as well just go to a blackjack table and throw it on black and let it ride I probably turn it over yeah there we go John's comics box mm-hmm. buy sell buy sell yeah oh. grind it out man I'm terrible at that too grind I guess out. Like you're, you're as good as anybody I've ever met. Well, I mean, the problem is, like, I got to buy a collection, you know, and then I got to spend time with that collection. Like, like Z, right? I mean, you bought that collection. You turned it pretty decently, but it's like, man, it's like it's a lot of work. Yeah. And you have four kids. I have one who's four months, so it's uh, I can't really put him to work. I mean, I could. He gets slobber all well, over. My kids are worthless. Don't worry. Wow. Well, you got pickups? Do I have pickups? You always have pickups. I always have freaking pickups of men. Oh, do I have pickups that happen to be the topic we were talking about? Yes, I do. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Speaking Our of crap. man, Inigo, has had these books for me for probably nine months, and COVID hit, and they were at a buddy's house somewhere. He had some Italian buy them for me, and he was going to meet him, and da da da. The Crow set is only five countries, including the U.S., but the freaking Italians made some special editions. So one copy of the Crow number one cover, which is actually a zero. Two copies of the Crow number one cover, notice red versus gold, also a zero. Three copies of the lettering, also a zero. Then the traditional look with the wow. red, but at number one, fucking Italians. I got to well, research I, I, this. I'd hate to be an Italian watching this show because I am I'm an Italian old. watching this show. Yeah, I'm just and saying then the, the two and the three. So they did it in three books. Well, four with a zero. So zero, 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 zero. And actually, I think the one is a back cover, not a front cover. I, yeah, so I think this is the back, and these are all fronts. But they did four editions of the number one cover in Italy. And my friend Inigo hooked me up with them after much hustling. You know, you know the amount of the amount of hatred you have for Italians in the foreign market because they can't ship very decently is uh, is is off putting here. I'm, I'm sure our Italy segments are just checking out after you speak. <laughs> well, learn to ship a book, my friends. Oh boy, so I had to get. I had to get a Frenchman to do it, and the Germans, Germans are exceptional. Also, because he loves me, he sent me the <laughs> the most amazing slash most horrific horrific version of a Crow trade paperback. It's some kind of deluxe printing in, in Italian. That, that's what you're calling it, deluxe? It's Is got that it. the image on the back of um, Dead World? 
on the front no. cover? Nope. It, it's no. very uh, Italian. No, on, <laughs> on the front cover. Where's that image from the front cover from? It's not that one. I don't. I don't know. It's in the art, but it's not. That's not Dead World. But it's freaking holographic and shiny and amazing and in French. But it does have the original trade in there, plus like deluxe art sketches and things. So you know, it's 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 it would be like that cover would be like if the crow was turned into like a, a <laughs> rom com or like a romance novel. That could be the photo <laughs> for it. That'd be like the, the newspaper, the news stores with all the other books. Listen, hide, hide your girl. John's got the Corvo Mag out. <laughs> Anigo and I have a special bond over he hates the crow so much. So to me, this is him saying, You suck. So, Anigo, I love you, my friend. He also sent me some cool things. Uh, these were some Italian editions. Um, Batman number one, Superman one. And this is actually the non version of that uh, museum edition that people have been talking about. So this is the standard. So nice little book to kind of get as a throw in. And then this is one book I did not get from my friend Inigo. Um, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., La Prensa, Mexican edition. That's dope, man. Uh, Scotty Reagan had that one signed at Baltimore. It was dope by Storenko. Can't go wrong with some Storenko. It was like 20 bucks. Uh, I will take Storenko in any language at that price all day long. And it's a fairly nice presenting copy. So that's me. Beautiful. I You can feel free to use that uh, crow book on Instagram if you need to, Nico. It'll get you a lot of likes, like four. Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely going to do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I grabbed one of these as soon as the news hit. Do, um, do you want to take the good books out of the pile that you forget about or in there? No. <laughs> like last week, you're like, I didn't mean to show that one. Yeah, I didn't, well, I, but I, I got lucky. But anyway, yeah, so this is like, uh, I don't know, it's like a store variant. Um, Jonathan from Hive Comics used to work somewhere else, and they're the ones that published it. I don't know how many there are. First, they were like, there's only 300. Then it was like, there's only 3,000. I'm like, eh. But anyway, that's the, the one that um, Daryl Dixon, Norman Reedus. Be the first appearance is that the the retcon first appearance of Daryl in comics? Uh, because we were here and I inadvertently showed that other uh, comic, I had to go and buy the second print, and then I bought the crazy one that Steve Horn was telling me about. Who do you think sold it to me? You know, John, Timmy Walker. Yes, he did. We're going to talk about shipping, Tim. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> The best shipper, I've, I've bought comic books on and off for a long time. The best shipper I've ever seen is John's brother, who was kind enough out of the kindness of his heart. He just sent me these books for free. I tried to pay them for me. He's like, no, you're a nice person. Just sent them to me. Look how nice they are. They're freaking newsstands. They're gorgeous. And he ships better than anyone ever. I don't know what his eBay store is. He works for the post office. He uses it like, all right, you ready? This is Tim Walker's contraption. <laughs> what the is, fuck is this? What is this? That is very Tim Walker-esque. Yeah, yep. and then I like, couldn't get it out and shit. I've, I was like, I've this heard is all bad, stories dude. of Tim Walker sending like people pressure 
about th like twelve grand worth of books and a thing like that. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. It was just like, what is happening? To anyway, uh, and meanwhile, look at this goodness from. <laughs> I mean, that's basically plywood, but cardboard. Mike Zercher. He <laughs> might as well have sent them encased in cement that shattered into beautiful separate pieces on command. You do it was need like to the know most that amazing Mike, thing I've ever seen. Mike is a postal worker, so he knows the obstacles. Yeah, well, he should teach us all. <laughs> I have a lot to learn. Hey, hey, that's that's government cardboard for you. That's not us. No, that's not government cardboard. That's Look like at this. Look how sick this is, dude. It was just like I was like, wow. That's like triple thick stuff. Yeah, yeah. triple box twelve mil. Come you, on, man. You, you, you wear out a blade cutting that shit. All right, so uh, you guys know that I like to dig. What I realized is that I have one, two, three, four copies of Champions, one second print. Apparently, this is like a $200 book all of a sudden. I was like, what? what? Yeah, I paid three bucks a piece for them. Not sure how I'm going to sell them. Uh, pretty excited about that. I uh, love digging. Thank you, New Dimension. Um, also picked this one up at the dollar sale. It's a second print of some kind because uh, our buddy Ben from Go Collect is like, buy the champions. And I'm like, I've never bought a champions book in my entire life. And Dude. then uh, everything he talks about is like a gajillion dollars. So I was like, eh, I'll buy some champions books. Me, me, me. And uh, then somebody told me that the difference between the first print and the second print is a blue C. And I was like, I wonder if any of mine are blue. <laughs> and then I realized I had like four of them. I paid a whopping $5 for this. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very high grade. Very happy. Uh, and then you want to see my sucker buys? Sucker buy number one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker. I don't even want to tell you how much I paid for it. Sucker buy number two. Yeah. You don't even know what this is, do you, John? Uh, okay. so what it kills or some shit. Stop. No. Dino, do you know what the name of this, this book is? Is Dino, Dino still on the podcast? Dino's he's here. Pull, he's pulling a McClay. Yeah, are we are we freeze? Is, is a freezing cover that it's like something? Just like the a name freeze? of the series, okay? <laughs> now are we going to be over three? McClay, do you remember the name of the series? Yeah, is in this uh, uh, it eats the children or whatever? Nope. <laughs> on that note, I'm done, and this is why I love this podcast. <laughs> more than anything else in my life it is my favorite place to be on mondays i wouldn't trade it for the world but <laughs> so i'm the same guy life. that gives you a western that you never heard of oh it's amazing uh, you know me i don't i don't collect that uh, crap I, no, yeah neither do I. that's why i was ashamed that i even bought them oh <laughs> colonel just killed us with this one oh that's the best <laughs> <laughs> It, and before McClay goes, before McClay goes, we we had um we had like ninety something, almost a hundred in chat. I appreciate everybody uh, like at least viewing hundred, hundred almost. So, yeah, we're uh we're rolling. Uh, it was once you guys close. You did the close up of me. They were like, oh, yeah, Lord. Much. it's 
throw so that kid's nose. As well, they, well, 12 guys left when nobody knew what that book was. So Yeah, as, right. as, as my man. We Dr. offended Dr. the modern speculators. As my man, Dr. Disrespect, said, we have like 88,000 in the arena right now. So um. Yeah, it was probably uh, it was probably when I said that you couldn't make any money speculating on comics. I just broke the heart. So, like 20 people in the hell up. Yeah, they're like, they're like well, I mean, hey, the best way to do it is buy shit that's under market. Hey, you know, you know, you know, when you said that Big Beaver Comics is coming after you, bro. Oh, dude, that's Beaver. my dude. Or, I mean, he's my arch nemesis. All right. McClay, what do you got today? I just got one, one quick book. Uh, shout out to Steve Horn. Yes. I collect uh, the Nirvana wow. homage covers. And uh, you've never seen that. Up. I, he, he showed this in a chat, and I went, oh, my God, what is that? I need to get that because I try to find all the Nirvana homage covers. I still don't have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, but he hooked it up and sent me a really nice copy of the Power Rangers Nirvana cover homage, and I'm really stoked. So make sure you guys go check out My Bargain Comics right there. He's got some great articles over there and doing some cool stuff. So When is that one from? Is that recent or far back? No, this is recent, I believe. So... Yeah, very cool stuff. Wow. I've never seen that. Yeah, very cool, man. Uh, even Ultra says he he hasn't found them found the turtle stuff either. So um, that is a really cool book, and I'm really stoked about it. Uh, I love there's certain homage covers that I love, and that Nirvana set is a really cool one. So yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, you guys? I, I just want just to say right? thanks to. John's oh, brother, Mike, no, again. I, I mean, <laughs> he's just an incredibly de- – I was just incredibly decent of him. I, I can't uh, really kind of capture how kind that was, but uh, thank you. I, I want to I end this by saying um, I, this is like the first time in six months I've been on the whole show from start to finish. So I'm breaking record, too. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to everybody in the chat again tonight. Chat was absolutely awesome. Uh, it's one of the best parts about this show. It's what one of the reasons that the, the show is so much fun to do live when we all look forward to the show is uh, getting to hang out with a lot of you guys. Uh, make sure, yeah, make sure you guys say what if you say what's up if you ever see us in any other shows. There's a lot of other shows that uh, we love out there. Um, I know the uh, Drunken Chat show is just going crazy. This, the uh, Tales from the Dark Side is a great show. Um, there's a big, huge community out there that we're loving uh, playing in this big play box with. So uh, definitely hit us up and let us know if you guys um, hey, say what's up to us. Can we take one last moment to sort of, um, what's we're looking for, uh, appreciate that Steve Horn, who's smarter than fucking anyone I know, uh, was like, oh, there's a Belgium variant. Of that <laughs> book that only you like. And then I tracked it down and Tim Walker sold it to me. Well, hey, Tim has it all. Oh, I do want to I do want to promote one thing. I forgot. I completely forgot. Uh Global Comic Safari tomorrow night, uh 9 30 Eastern. We're gonna do a live show. We've only done one other live show. We're gonna do Ghost Rider one cover set. So if you'd like to join and God forbid I'm going with Matt Roybal without a net. Please do. Uh, nice. Cover lover, that is definitely something we're going to look into. You, I, I did not know about it, and uh, I'm totally about that shit. So we'll take a look at that and uh, probably talk about it uh, next show. So very cool. 
All right, guys. Uh, we will see you next time. But before we leave, I actually I, I'm glad I'm glad you got you thought you stopped me for a second there, Z, by saying what you said because I want to remind everybody go check out Comic Barricade. Uh, get 10% off your order and use the ship and get free shipping when using the code CBSI Tales. Listen, these things are like so valuable, you guys. Uh, they they work so well. Um, it'll save you a lot of headache. And uh, the magazine ones look amazing. So for you guys that have big, huge magazine boxes or uh, uh, slab boxes, these things work amazing. Make sure you guys go check them out. Tell them that CBSI uh, Tales from the Flipside sent you. Use the code CBSI Tales and get 10% off your order and free shipping. Other than that, we will see you guys next time. Adios. 